All right. So welcome back to um, our series, Everyday Heroes, Real Power for Real People. And I want to tell you right now, this message is for people who want to live, who want to live by what we talk about this morning. Not simply for the hearer, but for the one who wants to live, live it out, do it. That's who it's going to benefit the most. The one who lives by it. Are you with me? Oh my goodness. Yeah, I have some everyday heroes in the room. I can feel it. I can feel it. We've been talking about... This in the context of what does it mean to have a life shaped by faith in God? A story where my life is shaped by my faith, my trust in God, recognizing that there are options for how a story can be written. On a bigger scale, we've been talking about the narrative the redemptive drama that is happening throughout the body of Christ that is recorded back in Genesis all the way throughout that Bible, but that is being written right now in everyday time. Thank you so much, good sir. We've been talking about that. Excellent, and Hershey kisses too. Thank you, my friend. (laughs) That's how you know it to be at the bridge. I love it. I love the love. Somebody say narrative drama. Narrative. What's your narrative? What's the narrative? What story do you have replaying in your head? And is that story that you're replaying in your head causing you to walk and co-write a story with God, a faith in God or not? We're really looking at it. To do that, we've, we've mentioned that a story has a, has a beginning Once upon a time, it has a middle, a whole bunch of stuff, and an ending, the end. Last week, we talked about the four roles, the four roles that we see that are uh, primary roles in the story, in the story. And I want to show that card. I want to show that card. Do you guys know what they are? Do you remember? Hero, villain, victim. God, repeat after me. Hero, villain, victim. God, if you had to guess, um, okay, Lord, do it again for me. Hero, Hero. oh, beautiful, villain, Villain. victim, Victim. guide. Guide. What? That was an unanswered prayer. I mean, that was an answered prayer. I just was silent because I said to the Lord in that little moment, I said, Lord, you know that their learning curve will be sped up. If they talk back to me, this, this is just science, right? If you ever need to learn something fast, um, put your voice on it too. And so just as a hack for you. And anything, yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, that was for free. That was for free. And so I, I pray that little prayer, and then the next time I ask you guys, you guys did more, because this is to benefit your life. This is to benefit your life, that you have a narrative, you have a story that is showing that I have faith in God because I'm learning that God has faith in me. Oh, boy. Well, I was right, Derek. We can't even get to that. People like to talk about, oh, you know, oh, I'm okay, Lord. Uh, people like to talk about, you know, well, God loves you. You know, he, he just loves unconditionally. Amen. Thank God he does. But he don't trust unconditionally. He don't. So you, you're getting to pick and decide what kind of story you really are going to write with God. Are you with me? Okay, that was for free too. Um, one more time. Hero, Hero. villain, villain. Victim. victim, guide. And so these are roles in a story, but I want to submit to you, these are also mindsets. Yeah. 
These are mindsets. This is a grid or a framework that you could use that when you open your Bible, you can look for observation on an observational level to be able to understand what's happening in the text. You could use these four roles to be able to engage your heart into the text to know what's going on, regardless of if you know who Bezalel or Oholiab is. Who are they, by the way? Heroes, they are. What kind? What happened? That's right. Artists of Christ. AJ, you got, you, got, you got two Starbucks gift cards coming your way. Man. AJ nailed it last week. Boldness flows from? Oh, y'all did good. Y'all did good. No, all of y'all, y'all, y'all all did good. I can't do that. I can't, I can't do that. <laughs> Hero, villain, victim, guide. And to move into this some more. I want us to take a look at this as a tool for your uh, Bible reading. I want us to read a passage that we read last week to put everyone up to speed and see maybe if something is a little clearer or to introduce to some of you who are like, what? So I want to look at Genesis chapter 3. Genesis chapter 3. And in Genesis chapter 3, we're looking for these four. We're looking for the hero, the villain, the victim, and the guide. We're looking for the villain, the victim, the hero, the guide. Are you ready? All right, let's read together. Now the serpent was more crafty than any other beast of the field that the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, did God actually say, you shall not eat of any tree in the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees in the garden, but God said, you shall not eat of the fruit of the tree that is in the midst of the garden, neither shall you touch it, lest you die. But the serpent said to the woman, you will not surely die, for God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be open and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was a delight to the eyes, And that the tree was to be desired to make one wise. She took of its fruit and ate. And she also gave some to her husband who was with her. And he ate. Then the eyes of both were opened. And they knew that they were naked. And they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves loincloths. And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And the man and his wife hid himself from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. But the Lord God called to the man and said to him, where are you? And he said, I heard the sound of you in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. He said, who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten of the tree of which I commanded you not to eat? The man said, the woman whom you gave to be with me, she gave me fruit of the tree and I ate. Then the Lord God said to the woman, what is this that you have done? The woman said, The serpent deceived me, and I ate. So let me ask you, who's the villain in Genesis 3? Serpent, good. Who's the victim? Good. Who's the hero? Good. Who's the guide? That's good. This is something you could consider using. If you're like, when I read the Bible, I don't know what's going on. And I get that. I mean, different names, different time period, all this. But when you take a certain framework that helps you categorize the information, all of a sudden you can draw closer and engage your heart better because on a basic level, it's not some great nuance, but on some basic level, you have an idea of what's happening. So I want you to consider this. When Okay. I want you to consider this for your Bible reading, but I also want you to take it a step further, and I want you to consider that at different points in our lives, we get the opportunities to have all these different mindsets. Can we show them on the screen one more time? That hero, villain, victim, guide. Yeah, we get to choose. But as Jesus followers, we are in the path of the ultimate hero being made, being conformed in his image and his likeness. If I want to be a hero, I need to follow one. But if I don't want to be a hero, then I'm not going to follow Jesus. If I don't want to be godly, if I don't want to be Christ-like, then I'm not going to spend time with God because he makes you godly. If I want to act a fool, then I'm going to follow a fool. 
If I want to say, I just thought life, everything was just going to work out just fine. I just thought it was just going to happen. So I'm not going to really follow anybody or follow anything. I'm, I hope you get a wake up call this morning. Oh, we do that. It'll just work out. Everything's just going to work out. Huh? No, 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 no. God has a part he plays. We have a part we play. Amen. So we don't have to be naive, but it, it, it's so comfortable to just, it's just going to work out. Huh? No, no, no. God's got to do his part. And we have a part that we have to play. We don't do God's part. But we have a part we have to play. Do things naturally get better by themselves? Do things? Let me, let me just say it again to you. just convincing your spirit. Do things naturally get better all by themselves? Oh, you're not mad enough. You're not getting it yet. Do things naturally get better all by themselves? Man, I'm praying for the person who's, who will get angry about that. With that holy anger and say, oh, wait a minute. I have a responsibility. Uh, Pastor Mia and I, thank God for um, Pastor Mia. And we've been kind of talking about how the Lord has blessed our marriage and the desire to get even more from it. And we've been praying and talking through, well, what does it look like to get more out of something that's good? Because regardless of whether or not we say it, we know that this thing is just not going to keep on getting better unless we do our part. Whatever God has entrusted to you, please let me knock the naivete off of you. Let me knock it off of you because if you just think it's going to get better by itself, it ain't. When things are left to themselves, what do they do? They die, they deteriorate, they decline, they decay. Isn't it funny how something can get bad with no help, but it takes effort for something to get good? Oh, man. Isn't it funny that it takes effort for something to be good? Yeah, we're learning. We need to sing. Where's Anthony? Is he in here? And then we need to sing um, intentional. That song, that Travis Green song, not right now. That's, that's, that's the man, that's brother. You bad, brother. Y'all thank God for Anthony. Just thank God for him. Anthony's like, okay, let's do it. <laughs> He's like, I'm ready, let's do it. Right. And that's one of the things that you, you might be in a place in your, you might be a new believer new to your journey and uh, faith in God. You might be just young in some areas. Uh, we've all been there. And you might be sitting in here and thinking, oh, it's all going to work out. It's all going to work out. Without really thinking that you have a part to play in it. So I pray the Lord gives some kind of wake-up call for that. Because if it's going to be good, it's going to have to be good intentionally. So hero, villain, victim, God, let me ask you. So we, we've set it up. Are you going to automatically drift into hero mindset? <laughs> you filled with the Holy Ghost. You go to the bridge church. You give. You do all these things that are the direction of Christ-likeness, of godliness. That's great. But is your mind naturally going to go to the place of the hero? I'll say it loud. No. It sure ain't. You know, that's not how it works. That's not how it works. I don't just wake up in the morning, um, depending on where you are in your journey of faith, just blessing God. I mean, I do now. But I didn't start that way. This is not about optimism or about a personality. This is not about positivity. This is about choosing. 
knowing that the capacity is there, but I got to work it. I have to work it because I'm not just going to fall out of bed and step right into uh, being an everyday Christ-like hero. So I have to, I have to choose it and I, and I have to know how I work, how I do what I do so that I can have this mind that is in Christ Jesus. I have to work it. I got some good folks in here who are sober from different things. My folks who are sober, they would say, you got to work the steps. That's right. Each and You got to work the steps and you got to work them day in and day out to walk as an everyday hero. If you're going to have a story of faith, you got to walk the steps of faith out every single day. That means you're going to be doing stuff that you don't feel like doing, but that is the right thing to do. Well, I don't feel like, hey, we, hey. Put, that, put that somewhere else for a second. Talk to God about that. Talk to God about those feelings. What is the Lord inviting you into? Somebody say now. Now faith is. Now faith is. I'm just going to grab it. I'm not going to talk myself out of it by my feelings. I'm not going to talk myself out of it by the traditions that I've learned by what the morning time looks like or what the evening time looks like or what parenting looks like or what a marriage looks like. I'm just going to step on into it. We have to choose. Because what happens to the person who gets, let's say, saved, who gets born again is things are going good. And then all of a sudden something happens and they say, wait, I'm saved. Is this supposed to be happening to me? I'm a Jesus follower. Is this supposed to be happening to me? I'm a Christian. Is this supposed to be happening to me? And sometimes they don't know what's going on. And then we fall into being the victim. And we are saved. We are filled with the Holy Ghost. We got a Bible, but we are showing up in our relationships. We are showing up at home. We're showing up in the workplace. We are showing up as a victim. But the Bible says now that we are more than conquerors. We are the hero. We are in the hero. We follow the ultimate hero. He has given us his spirit, an overcoming spirit. He's given us his very heart. He's given us capacity. Oh, but if I don't want to, I don't have to choose it. I don't have to choose it. I just say, I don't feel like I don't feel like it. I don't feel like choosing that. So we choose, but there are things the Lord says that we can do. Many things. To reinforce it. Somebody say, get in the zone. Get in the zone. That's the closest analogy I could get to. That there is a, a certain head space. That I have to know how to work my steps so that I'm in that head space. So that I can't say... Hey, right now, I don't want to be an exemplary parent because, you know, I don't feel like it. I don't want to be an exemplary husband right now because I don't feel like it. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Can you imagine if Jesus didn't feel like being Jesus? And that's our hero. That's our example. That's the one we got, the one who, for the joy set before him endured the cross, endured all these things for the joy set before him. No, I need that example. That's what I need to remember. Now, like I said, lots of ways to continue to to get in the zone. Somebody say get in the zone. zone. Yeah, you're not going to automatically fall into being no Christ-like hero. When your kids are going crazy or somebody's irritated you, when it's time to do something that Jesus wants, but eh, I don't know. We don't drift into that. We don't drift into it. We choose because he chose us. I would say, okay, well, you're giving me the grace for it. I'm going to do it. You're giving me the grace. So um, God, God is a uh, speaking God. We sang this morning as the spirit was moving over the what? And what the, what's the reference, biblical reference? Yeah, somebody say Genesis. That's right, Genesis 1, 1. As the spirit of God was moving. And then God what? 
said. What did he say? He said, let there be light. He's a speaking God. We want, God wants to get something done. He just starts talking. He wants to get something done. He speaks. He wants to get something done. He just lets breath flow and he starts giving shape to it. Thank God for all the things that he said about creation. Thank God for all the things he said about you because as God speaks, things are happening. He says, I'm going to speak and it's going to be as I said it was going to be. Thank God there's no falsehood in God. Thank God he is the truth because whenever he speaks, what he says is true. It's right. It's good. Hallelujah. Did you know he made us in his image and his likeness to be people that can speak? That all that good that comes from God comes from God because he's speaking the truth. All the good things that are showing up because God speaks is because God is good. And God, when he speaks, truth is coming out of him. He made you and me in that same way that as we speak, as we speak, I'm going to say it this way. As the spirit was moving over the water, spirit, come rest. Spirit, come do this work over our chaos. Spirit, come give us structure. Spirit, come put us back in order. Spirit, put us in harmony. Spirit, put us back in our right mind. As we are praying those those kind of prayers we get to participate in God and say I'm going to speak the truth because where there is chaos I want you to bring order into my life I want you to bring order into my finances I want you to bring order into my relationships I want you to bring order I want you to bring order and I do it by speaking if something is staying still in your life may I submit to you this Sunday morning it might be because you're being too quiet When God speaks, things happen. When you speak, things happen. We're made in his image and his likeness. Does anybody, can I use the fancy word for today? Can I use the word inertia? Iner- let me tell you what it means, though, just in case, because inertia just means something is being still. It's just still. That. This Hershey kiss right here. I don't know if y'all can see it online. The only reason it's moving is because I'm moving it. Otherwise, it's just going to sit right there. One of the things that God has given us, one of the tools he has given us is speaking so that by speaking, we can act upon things that are being still that are supposed to be moving. Was that too sciencey? Probably so. It's probably too sciencey. Check it out, because, you know, that's my brain, but I, I'm trying to like, okay. So, so, check it out. So, your words, your speaking, give instruction to your feet. Your words, your instruction give, your words, your, your speaking give instruction to your hands, to your decision making. When I'm speaking what the Lord has said, when I'm speaking his word, when I'm speaking God's intent, I'm acting on something that is being still that's supposed to be moving. If God says, hey, I want you debt free. Guess what? I better wake up in the morning saying, Lord, I thank you today. I'm debt free. I thank you, Lord, that I'm debt free. And then my actions are going to follow up with my words and I'm going to check things twice. I'm going to let, hey, the electric company shorted me some, but give me my money back. I'm trying to get out of debt. <laughs> that by speaking, we are participating in what God has given us to participate in with him. That by speaking, we fought, we, it's like we motivate, I'll say, motivate ourselves to action. Somebody say action. We motivate ourselves, we move ourselves into faith, into doing, not just thinking, not just knowing, but we participate. And all of a sudden, our own heart are hearing our ears say these truths. And we say, okay, I got got to do something. I just can't say this stuff. I have to follow through. Somebody say follow through. Speaking is one of the ways we get in the zone. You've heard about people getting into the zone. 
before they get into a game. They're going to do something of importance and they speak to themselves. They talk to themselves. Your Bible records about the prodigal and he said to himself, I will arise and go to my father's house. He was eating uh, among the pigs. He was eating their slop and he said, and he said to himself, I will arise and go to my father's house. And he got up and followed in the footsteps of his words, his right, true, good words. There are things you need to be saying to yourself. Somebody say every day. All the things that you say to yourself that are right, true, and good, that come from the heart of God will produce in your life someone who shows up as a hero or a guide. Holy Spirit is always what John 16, 13 say. Holy Spirit is always guiding you into truth. You can always trust Holy Spirit because he's going to always guide you into truth. Always guide you into truth. He's going to always guide you into highest and best. God's good. Amen. Whatever it is that God is talking to you about, you should join him in a conversation and talk back to him. Father, I thank you today. I'm going to make some good, uh, healthy eating choices. Y'all should have shot me down or something. (laughs) (laughs) Yay, thank you. We are agreeing with God. Well, how do you do da 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 da? How do you, you know, Pastor, you, you, some of you guys know a lot of my stories, and you say, well, how do you, how are you making that choice? Years of making the same right choice. That the goal of learning is what? Oh, yeah. You, you, you was listening, huh? That God does not teach us, work with us for the purpose of just merely knowing about. He works with us for the intention of us becoming, becoming. So if I am a learner, a student of Jesus, if I follow the teachings of Jesus, who am I going to become more like? I can't say it any simpler than that. That's what he's going for. So if you want to live by this kind of stuff, you know what you got to do. You got to talk it. You just can't say, well, you know, that's for the people who are are extroverted. That's for the people that are expressive. No, this is for the disciple. Amen. That's what it's for. Just real quick, I want to give you three declarations, what I'm calling a hero's self-talk. A hero's self-talk, just three declarations. And by the way, I forgot to mention to you, this is just part two of a message we started last week, an everyday hero story of faith. And all you have to do is just go to YouTube and get it so that you get the part that I'm, I'm not doing today. I just felt led last week to just camp out where we did, where we did. But um, a hero's self-talk, three declarations. Am I, am I boring you over there? Somebody have a good yawn over there? Was that Anna? You know you feel like you at home. I love it. We call this place a living room for a reason. <laughs> that was great. Lord, help me. Help me. Lord, help me. Okay. Uh, the first one we have up there is it says, I am who God says I am. Oh, man. Now, if when you read that declaration, it sounds really nice. If nothing comes to your head about who God says you are, then you know what your homework is. It's like, I need to know who he says I am. I don't want to just get up and say something false or phony. I am who God says I am. And I have no idea of what I'm saying. That's one of the reasons your Bible is such a wonderful tool, such a wonderful blessing, is because it tells us all this stuff already written down, and I can just go search the word and say, what does God say about me? What does God say about his church? What does God say about, what does God say about who I am? Let me get clear on who he says I am, and let me just say this stuff back to him. 
Because these type of declarations, this type of agreement with God will produce the kind of life where you live, work, learn, and play, where you show up as a Christ-like hero or a guide. You show up as a, we'll say, real simplistic, good guy. Amen? I am who God says I am. Somebody just shout out one, shout out one thing real quick. What's, what's one thing God says you are? What the Bible say? Somebody say chosen. Somebody say righteous. That's right. What'd you say? Loving. What else? Delivered. Amen. More than a conqueror. Amen. Healed. Hallelujah. Saved. Hallelujah. Free. A child. Boy, all those things, all that knowledge. Can you imagine waking up tomorrow, Monday morning and saying, I am who God says I am. I am delivered. I am free. I am healed. I am righteous. I am the cause. I am a child. I am an heir. I'm going to do this thing to the glory of God. Can you imagine that kind of a life? Can you imagine how the world around you begins to change when you have that truth stirred up in your belly and you wake up in the morning and you say, Lord, just let me at him. I'm going to destroy the works of the evil one today like my hero Jesus. Am I in the Bible? Okay, I don't want you to think I'm doing rhetoric. I'm giving you all Bible. All Bible. That changes things. I begin to change because I'm agreeing with God. I'm saying the same things that he says and he starts working in me. Number two, I can do. What God says I can do. Ooh, that's a big one. Y'all say that one. I can do what God says I can do. Wow. Y'all call it a few things that he says you can do. What does the Bible give you? Wow. That's good. Somebody said all things through Christ who gives them strength. Amen. What else? Overcome. What else? What'd you say, Joseph? Live in grace. Live in grace. Amen. What'd you say, Derek? Love, what else? Would you good works? Amen. 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 Lord, I thank you. I can do um, everything you said I can do. And I know that you have made me for good works according to Ephesians 2:10. So I thank you that you show me today what good works you have out ahead of me in acting today, in my parenting today, in my marriage today. I'm gonna do good works. Nothing's gonna stop me from doing the good works in every area you've called me to today. Hey, hallelujah. 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 That's different stuff, ain't it? And last declaration. I can have, repeat, I can have have. what God says I can have. Ooh. You know, people mess up because they start focusing on that third one first. They be trying to get the stuff that God says they can have without becoming the person God says you have to become in order to have that. I have to be this, do that, so I can have this. You got people chasing stuff that's chasing them. Oh, you have people chasing stuff that's chasing them. He said, if you just trust me and become who I've called you to be, I'm going to lead you in what to do. I'm going to give you an instruction. And then guess what? I'm going to add all kind of stuff to you. Because you've gone through the character work. You're trustworthy. You've become the person that can have X, Y, and Z. I heard some amens in there. You guys are reflecting. I feel it. You're going, wait a minute. Am I chasing the thing or am I chasing the Lord? Amen. That's good. Yeah, chase the Lord. Agree with him. Lord, I just want to be, I want to be like you in the entertainment industry. I want to be like you in the education industry. I want to be like you in the government industry. I want to be like you in the business sector. I want to be like you. Just make me more like you. I'll show up there. You'll tell me what to do. easy to say (laughs) but thank God for a tribe where I look at a community of people who are endeavoring to seek the Lord and grow in the grace and knowledge of Jesus Christ I look at Pastor Jeanette I could just cry I can't look at her too much because she's such an incredible hero such an incredible hero on it I'm on the path. I'm not perfect. 
but I'm in a tribe of people who by their actions and their decisions remind me to become who God is calling me to become. And when I don't feel something, I feel a certain kind of way, it's harder than usual, I can pick up the phone and say, I need some help. I'm, I'm, I want to do right, but it's hard right now. You ever been there? I hope you get there. That's an important place. Because let me tell you something about what I heard on Friday. Ooh, it's good, Ryan. It's good. I heard something good on Friday. Ooh, I was praying for y'all. And, um, and I was just, just driving in, just praying. And then I heard the Lord say, let me, let me cl- clarify this because some of you don't know me. And we're not a, we're, 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 we're like, we got to line up with the word. Some folks say that. We're not a church that says that for those of you who are new to us. Some people might say that or just be saying stuff. Um, and so when I say that, I'm telling you through prayer, meaning I'm seeking the Lord and asking him for his will, asking how I can be a blessing to anybody that's doing God's will, etc. This is what the Lord put in my heart. I didn't hear it with my audible ear. I didn't hear this like this. It didn't come to me. It came to my heart. I got revelation in my heart and it came up to my head and I got even more excited. And some of y'all who I talked to on Friday, I told y'all about it because you just happened to be in my path on that day. But this is what I heard. I heard, congratulations are in order. This is not about old news. This is about new news, news we haven't got yet. This is the kind of encouragement. Hallelujah. Oh, somebody received that. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Let me tell you why that's important. Um, The scripture said... Don't grow weary. Oh, don't grow weary in making choices that honor God. Don't grow weary in it. After a while, you're going to reap a harvest if you don't faint. It's, that's what I heard. That's what I heard the Lord say. Obviously, that's not for the whole church right now, but that is for some of you. I know it. Because I was praying for you. So, uh, congratulations are in order because you know along this journey of faith you can start out as a hero fall into some victimhood get sidelined for a minute just off just as off as off can be and then you get back on the path then another thing come off just as off as off can be and then you do the cycle and then after a while, you start saying, you know what? I can't be doing that cycle. I'm wasting my time. I can't be doing that. <laughs> That's just a waste of time. So I want to encourage you. Uh, keep on making the right choices. Keep on making the choices that God is leading you to make. Keep on. Oh, my goodness. Because congratulations are in order. Oh, yeah. Amen. 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 The folks in your world, maybe they're kiddos. Um, I want to show that video. Um, our kids, um, we, we, the Lord loves kids. We love kids at this church. We want to give our kids the advantage we didn't get. <laughs> I feel it so deep because I think about, I just think about, man, if if I had a tribe that helped me uh, use the word, live by the word in some of the simple ways. I'm not talking about some of the things we haven't mentioned today, but I'm talking about in your just kind of normal everyday things. I just think a little bit of me, if I'm being honest, just thinks, oh, where would we be? Where would we be? And so this verse, um, this is one of my, this is one of my baby babies, like my actual blood babies, um, giving a Joshua 1.9. And I want to share it as encouragement to your heart, but also as an encouragement to those folks who are in your world who need to learn very early. Speak the truth over yourself. Truth comes lots of different ways. I, I prefer the, prefer the uh, obviously prefer the, the Bible. It's a wonderful tool. But there's, there's good truth. Truth is truth. All truth is God's truth. So be intentional about the environments you put your kids in, your nieces and your nephews in. Put them in environments where they're getting to hear truth so that when they face certain um, obstacles, they say, oh, uh, 
That's a lie. I know who I am. I know who God has called me to be. And so be encouraged by this video. Let's show it. Go. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you. Wherever you go. Just one nine. Boy, I tell you what. Can you see those bridge kids having the word and becoming that word? I can see it. They have to. They better or they'll get their lunch eaten in a horrible way. (laughs) You can see it. Because we teaching them by words how to move things. Jesus said, speak to that situation. I'm still speaking to autism. I'm going to see it move. It's just been chipping away, chipping away, chipping away. And it's making a man who is more aligned with God's heart. I'm going to keep speaking and keep going to keep doing whatever we have to do because either Jesus was um, the truth or he wasn't. And I just believe he was the truth. He said, if you speak to these obstacles in these situations, he said, it's going to move. Isn't it important to remember, don't grow weary. I've tried that. I've tried that. I've tried. Oh, well, we all been there. Keep going. Just keep going. Just somebody say, keep going. Amen, amen. Somebody has some faith on that. Who was that? Somebody, oh, hallelujah, bless you. I felt it. I'm not going to read Hebrews 11 today. Um, Hebrews 11 records the story of faith for all these people who trusted God with so many um, obstacles. And we can get in the scripture and receive encouragement from people who had troubling marriages, wayward children, failing health. All the issues we have, they're already there in the, in the book. It's already written there for us. It's already written there for us to encourage us. So we, we've, talked, we've talked about it like this. The story of faith and I have to choose this that if I choose to do one of the things, there's, like I said, there's so many things that we could choose to do. But speaking is the clearest, probably easiest one for the most people. Let me just say what God has already said about this situation. If you live by this, your life is going to change. I will guarantee you your attitude will change. First, and when that stuff starts changing on the inside of you, you know how easy it is to bring change to something when you have changed yourself? Knowing about is so easy. Knowing has to come through experience, has to be experiential. If you choose to add these declarations to your life, um, let me know about it. Some of you might be saying, you know what? I don't do that. I, I've heard that taught. I've probably heard it taught a lot, but I only do that like sporadically. I don't actually do that as a part of my daily time of Thanksgiving. I don't do that. If you're in here and you're like, I'm, I'm doing that. There's some things the Lord has said to me and I want to be more active. I want to be Come what he has said. So I'm just going to join him in that. If you do that, let us know. Let me know. I know your spirit will change. Your spirit will change for sure. Because you're going to be like, well, I don't got time for all that. I got to. <laughs> I don't have time for all that. I got to be about the business. My father's. Business, and it's, it's interesting. 
but not really. We have a world going through a lot of stuff. Going through a lot of stuff. I thank God for his word, both spoken and sung, because I can tell you, I am not afraid to walk into a supermarket. Is anybody hearing me? I'm not afraid to walk into a supermarket. He's done such a work in me over these many years, regardless of the things that have happened in my life. He's convinced me that he's able to keep me. Freak things happen. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about when we walk and choose to walk as everyday heroes. And when we choose to walk in the path of Christ, we will go into the world in love and in boldness and not shrink back. That's the last thing the world needs is a church shrinking back. But when I'm reminding myself of who I am. And I'm like, well, since these things are true about me, Lord, help me to share it with other people so that they see who they are. Help me help them, Lord. Help me be an encouragement. Help me be a blessing. I'm not afraid to go into the supermarket. See, if, 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 if our faith doesn't translate into real time, I don't know what it's, you know, I don't know how good it's for I'm not afraid to show up at church on Sunday morning. I want my faith to impact my real life. I want my faith, my speaking, my singing to impact whether or not I am worried about anything, period, anything. Is this good? So if you, if you move into this thing, you might want to let me know today. You might want to let me know. You can send an email. You can talk to me, text me if you have my thing or info at Pastor Bridge. I don't know. Be like, you know, I'm going I'm to take a 30-day on this thing where the things that God has said, I'm going I'm to try saying them back to God and following through in my choices and decisions. I'm going to try it. I'm going to try that for 30 days. That's going to be my learning goal. I'm going to be focused. But if you're moved to do that, let me know. I can support you. I can support you. But if this is just one of those messages where it's another thing where you know about something that you know about, but whatever. maybe in time. Maybe in time we'll see. The time is now. I think that's good. Amen. I'm going to give you time to sit. Well, you've been sitting. Go on and stand. You can be as Jesus, honest before the Father, and say, Lord, is there any way this cup can pass for me? But nevertheless, your will. You can be honest about where you are and what you're feeling, what you're thinking. All unto, all with the end of saying, God, my life belongs to you. I made the confession that you are the Lord. I've believed in my heart and confessed with my mouth that you are the ultimate leader. You are the ultimate hero. So show me what other things I need to be saying so that I'm walking in purpose. I'm walking in my assignment. I'm walking in calling. I'm walking intentionally. And if you haven't made that declaration, if you have not trusted the Lord um, formally in front of a church or, or in this type of setting and want to do that today, as soon as I pray, come and talk to me.
so that we can support you in that. Where the Lord has revealed and revealed himself to your heart, his love for you, his plan for you, that he's been calling you. You sent him calling you through this message, calling you, calling you, tugging at your heart. Come, come see me so that we can take some next steps together. Father, thank you that you're raising up a people who would follow after Jesus, that we get to do it together, that we're not alone in it, but that we're able to look at the examples given in your scripture, the examples given in our everyday church, the examples given throughout your kingdom of what it looks like to pursue you wholeheartedly, to be a people who are sent a people who are called, a people who follow in the footsteps of Jesus, who bring solution, who bring relief, who bring the comfort, who bring the power of God and the kingdom of God in our everyday situations. Because we are looking at you, patterning ourselves after you, seeking after you. Thank you, God, that you give us a desire to not just know about, but to know you experientially. Thank you that we come to you with hearts that you understand better than we do. You know how to care for our hearts. You know how to heal us of our traumas. You know how to move us from victimhood. You know how to bring us into a place of safety with you where we are able to be who you've called us to be in every way. In every way. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.